0: The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show.
1: So welcome back everyone to Answers for Elders radio and we are doing an interview here at the Discovery Conference for the Alzheimer's Association and we're really honored to be a part of this program and especially because there's some amazing individuals that all of our families need to know. And I have a wonderful lady here sitting across from me, and her name is Janet Smith, and she's an elder law attorney. Uh, Janet, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And we're glad you're here, too, because every family needs an elder law attorney. (laughs) I know we did. Um, My mom thought she had everything set up by a traditional attorney, and then when she got older and... Obviously, we didn't have the right pieces in place that we thought we were going to have. So um, Janet, explain to me a little bit about why, When? what's the difference between uh, like a regular attorney and what is an elder law attorney going to do for families? Sure. Elder law is sort of an umbrella
0: term uh, for practices of the law that, that focus on seniors Persons with disabilities, persons planning for long-term care issues, and their families. Right. Um, So traditionally, the practice areas are estate planning, preparing documents such Mm -hmm. as powers of attorney and wills, um, probate in a state administration after someone dies, uh, but also um, planning for long-term care, Mm -hmm. planning for long-term care costs, uh, and protection of vulnerable adults. And that can include guardianship and getting restraining orders, dealing with... Uh, sometimes fractured families. Mm -hmm. And um, in, in our practice, we also do mediation. Wow. Those
1: those, uh, conflicts. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, which is pretty prevalent. Unfortunately, the the conflicts are prevalent. Yes. Yeah. and And it's a sad thing because I know with families, I know with my family, my mom was the super matriarch of the family. And when she started to decline, it was like she was kind of the root anchor to everyone and so everybody just went crazy and it was so funny everybody had different expectations and it's like managing expectations is one thing and then the other thing is is putting one person you know on the front line to handle everything oftentimes is the family caregiver or You know, there's different choices that are made that may not necessarily be the right choice in the situation. So, having somebody like you, you understand the whole picture, which I think is really important. Yeah.
0: Elder law attorneys have sometimes been described as uh, social workers who happen to have a law degree. That's a really good description. Most of the elder law attorneys that I know and work with are very focused Mm -hmm. on the holistic practice, making sure that the elder and the elder's family have everything that they need, have all of their questions answered. An elder law attorney <laughs> is is a good resource um, because we know all of the folks in the community. It's why I love coming to this conference because I see everybody that I know that works in the right. elder care community. And so an elder law attorney is a, is a great place to start for issues more than just <coughs> legal issues, Excuse because me. we can refer people to the folks who do whatever it is their unmet need. Right.
1: Is. Well, and I think, too, just really understanding the right picture of, you know, families today, they don't even know when you're dealing with a financial piece of long-term care. I remember the day when I walked into senior living communities, and I was never asked the question, how much money does your mom have? What can she afford to do? What kind of a community should she look at based on her financial picture? Um, then there's terms that got thrown out like spend down because she'd have to qualify for Medicaid. And there's different things like that that if I would have known that information up front by meeting with an elder law attorney, I would have I've had to move her so many times because mm-hmm. of her financial situation and having to qualify her for Medicaid. So it's so important to families that they get on board with an elder law attorney to find out, you know, get somebody like you that will have those answers that can take a look, you know, objectively at mom or dad's financial picture and what those, you know, what their assets are that can help fund their long-term care.
0: And and you've pointed out correctly that families often don't even know what questions to ask. You don't know what you don't know. And so if you come to someone who is an elder law attorney or a geriatric care manager Mm -hmm. is another option. You can just describe, this is what we're going through. This is what we're concerned about. And let the expert tell you the questions that you should be asking.
1: And obviously we're here at the Alzheimer's association uh, conference. So there's gotta be some important um, aspects of when somebody has a diagnosis of Alzheimer's, there's this whole thing of, wow, now my I'm going to start to decline. You know how do you handle something like that? Well, we get a lot of referrals from the Alzheimer's Association because
0: that time shortly after the diagnosis is really an excellent time to consult with an elder law attorney mm-hmm. because usually at that point in time the person has the diagnosis, but they still have the capacity to execute new legal documents if that's what's needed. Mm -hmm. And so it's really good not to put it off until, uh, perhaps the person no longer has capacity. Um, and, and to come in, have your documents reviewed, Mm -hmm. make sure that they meet the needs of the situation, anticipating that there will be, uh, a progression of the disease. Right. So that's an excellent time to, right. to review documents.
1: Well, and, and I've been heard our understanding that it's a good idea to renew your documents like every three years or so. I mean, what would you recommend just anyway with tax laws that change and all those yeah, things?
0: Yeah, it, it's estate planning documents really don't expire. Mm-hmm. Um, but situations change, the laws do change slightly, we typically tell people to take a look at their documents every five years or when their circumstances change.
1: Okay, every five years. Every
0: five years and um, come in and have a, a review and make sure that everything meets your needs at that moment and planning for the future. Awesome.
1: So we are talking again to Janet Smith and you are an elder law attorney and the name of your firm is called Northwest Elder Law Group. Where are you located, Janet?
0: We are in the Northgate area, very close to mm-hmm. I five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we cover uh, King and Snohomish counties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those—that's our coverage area. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're—we're uh, we're really glad we're not downtown. Because yeah, we our are. clients don't like to come downtown. No, that's
1: true. And I'm assuming being in the Northgate area, you have parking too. We
0: we have plentiful free parking and we have an accessible building and that's um, so important where our clients like
1: coming to see us because we're in the neighborhood well I love that so in 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 just working with the family like obviously there's different aspects um, one of the things that I really want to emphasize and I think this is important with an elder law attorney is you represent the senior absolutely and you're not there to represent the children. You're not there. You're re- there to represent and advocate for the best interests of a senior. And I know that sometimes families will say, well, I'm going to go meet with an attorney. And, you know, it kind of puts you in a little bit situation because ultimately you will be the representative of that elder. Is that correct? That,
0: that's correct. And <clears throat> And we're very strict about that in our office. We actually have an ABA brochure in our waiting area Mm -hmm. titled, Why Am I Waiting in the Waiting Area? (laughs) And it's for the family because we make it very clear that the elder is our client Mm -hmm. and that we will initially be meeting with the elder in private without anybody else in the room to make sure that it is the elder who is calling the shots and telling us what they want without Mm -hmm. any influence from any family member. So important. After that, if we determine that they are uh, in control and have capacity and they want a family member to come mm-hmm. into the room to help them take notes to help them process the information that's fine but it's their choice and we always meet with the elder privately first
1: well and that's important and obviously i'm do you now do you have like an initial consultation i mean do you do anything what happens in the initial consultation
0: yeah in 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 our office we don't do a complimentary consultation mm-hmm. we talk to the clients in advance to find out what their situation is and make Perfect. sure that we're the right fit for them Good. make sure that we don't have any conflicts of interest with any other family members mm-hmm. and we we can answer any questions about our our fees our process how long it takes to do documents um, if they're interested in guardianship we can answer a few basic mm-hmm. questions about that but at the first in-person meeting we do a charge for that consultation because okay we, are efficient and we hit the ground
1: running and we get a lot accomplished in that first meeting. Right. Well that, and that's important. And really there's documents just in closing, definitely asking that, that senior, um, you know, who do you like power of attorney to a point, And there's different types of power of attorney, by the way, everyone. um So, you know, I know that you ha- <clears throat> can help families guide them through those types of documents. And then, um you know, the health care directive is part of that. There's just several documents that um initially that you draft up. Is that correct?
0: That's correct. And we, we use a questionnaire to make mm-hmm. sure that we ferret out all of the things that we need to answer questions for the clients whether they think that they have mm-hmm. questions about that or not.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So Janet, you guys are in north um in Northgate. How do we reach you?
0: So our phone number is 206-937-6102 and you can find our website at nwelderlaw.com and we have a lot of information on our website and pictures of all of us and information about our practice
1: and really families to understand that in many cases it's the, the most important thing is is to get mom and dad into a you know an attorney like you early while they still have all their faculties and while they still have their mindset and all the things like that because that's when they can make the right decisions for their lives. And it helps you in the process of advocating for them. And I think that's what's really important here. Don't wait till it's too late, right? I mean, that, I mean, is it correct. <laughs> so Janet, thank you so much for being thank on, you on for the show. Having We're me. so glad to have you here and we hope you'll come back again. Okay, thanks. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to answersforelders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier.